Tees. Alright, okay, so, uh, welcome back, date night, double feature, starting out 2023, um, with two reviews, and, um, are you done crying? Uh, maybe not. I, I, I am a little concerned at some point during this review I will start crying again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... A man called Otto. This is, um, so obviously, and I'm not trying to be sexist about this, uh, but she is a little bit more of a crier during movies than I am. Yes. Not to say that I won't get a little welled up. I've mentioned that many a time here on this show. But um, I think you cried for about three-fourths of this yeah, movie. three-fourths. Like, just about a quarter in, something happened, you started, and it was just... It's, I just, I would go through a few minutes of having, you know, being okay and not crying, and then it would just, like... And then... Crying again. <laughs> so, before we start talking about this movie, we need to put out content warning. Oh, yes. This is very important. Um, there, this movie has multiple sequences of attempted death by suicide. Um, and it's a big part of, a big part of the movie. Um, and it could be, and they're pretty, I mean, they're not, when I say they're, they're, um, they're not gratuitous. They're not yeah. gross or anything, but they are very clear, you know, depictions of attempted death by suicide. So, content warning there. Yeah. So you need to be need to be aware of that. Yes. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, okay. Give us a summary. So, uh, a man called Otto, based on a Swedish book and Swedish movie, um, finds Tom Hanks as our titular character Otto, a grumpy old man living in a uh, little housing development um, who seems to spend the better part of his day uh, writing down minor infractions of the homeowner's association of uh, you know, yelling at his neighbors being and just basically being your typical grump, grump unpleasant fellow to be around and yes. um he's recently been forced into retirement right um and when we first meet him he is planning his first suicide attempt yes but his suicide attempts keep getting thwarted unintentionally Yes. by his various neighbors, particularly um, the Hispanic family that moves in across the street from him and who are just the most lovely, happy, you know, exactly the kind of people that would annoy a grumpy old person. Yes, Marisol uh, and Tommy. Who, and their two children. Luna and Abby. I, I love how you remember all these names. <laughs> and... They are people who just don't, who get that he's grumpy, but they don't seem to let that interfere with it. They keep coming at him with right. happiness and bubbliness and kind of wear him. They don't even have to wear him down because Otto's a nice guy. Yeah. Underneath it all, he's just very angry and very hurt and very yes. lost. And gradually, through the interactions with them and then by extension his other neighbors, 
you know, it's a Jimmy Stewart, How the Grinch Stole Christmas yeah. kind of thing, and you get where this is where this is going. So Otto to me is what I describe as a hedgehog, mm -hmm. where it's like a soft, squishy, sweet little person on the inside, and just spikes all over mm -hmm. the outside. And, and as the film kind of progresses, we get flashbacks to Otto's oh, previous, yes. you know, not his previous life, but his younger days, played by Tom Hanks' son, Truman Hanks, Truman Hanks who yeah. does a really great job. He really does. Um, and we get kind of the pieces of Otto's life filled in for us as we go and start to... You can probably guess kind of why he's in the depression that he's in. It's a fairly right. clear reason. But you get kind of the, the holes filled in as to why he is in the, the dark place that he's at. What, yeah, where he's at. Where, you know, and it's from the beginning, you know that he is attempting to die by suicide. You yes. know that he is grieving his wife. That is not, like, that is not a secret. Yeah. Like, the whole time you know that. Um, but the story of how you get there and how you heal. Yeah. Like, this is such, you know, and I've done, I've had, both of my parents have passed. I've had, I've seen, you know, my dad has first, my mother go through the grieving process. I've worked with people in the grieving process. And this is such a, just beautiful and apt depiction of that grieving process that just is I mean I am mm -hmm. I was it was it's beautiful like it, it it's is, really beautiful and I think that is the word I would describe I think there's two two phrases I would use to describe this movie you found one of them very funny I think beautiful is is right it's a very beautiful movie um but uplifting and hopeful right and you and you were kind of laughing at the um not a movie where a man for the majority of the movie is trying to attempt suicide was uplifting and hopeful <laughs> yeah but but again i think it, it's interesting because the guy i think the person career wise and personality wise and screen presence wise that tom hanks has always been compared to is jimmy stewart right true. and i i agree with that i think that is an apt uh, an apt analogy. Right. And, of course, one of the films most closely associated with Jimmy Stewart is It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Happy and hopeful and look at the beauty that you've done in the world, look at the friends you've made. But that that middle section there towards the climax, it's dark as fuck. It really is. Like, it is dark. And you, you hear stories that was... Jimmy Stewart actually working through his post-traumatic stress from World War II during some of those scenes, it gets even darker. Right. So, I think sometimes to have that uplifting, hopeful feeling when you leave the theater, you have to have the darkness. You have to have that darkness and that, that somebody... Yes. It sounds very cliche and it sounds very campy, but I don't think there's anything wrong with camp. Right. But this is a film about someone coming out of the darkness because of love, because of friendship, because of human connection. Right. And decides to live his life and, and you know, that his life didn't end with his wife. Right. 
and that she, and you know it's again a very cliche thing to say you know that she would want you to go on living and to right you know form bonds and friendships and well i mean and there is I mean, they, they suffer a tragedy during their marriage and she tells him we have to keep living yeah and you see see that happen and like she's literally telling him to keep living and and let's talk about some of the beautiful moments oh there are there are a lot of beautiful moments um we have the, some of the poignancy and some of the like sadness in this comes from knowing that his wife has passed and yeah. that he's missing his wife. You know, so like they have, a, there's a moment in in their first date that if it was in a rom-com type of situation, you'd be like, oh, that's cute. But, and I think this is where my, this is when I started this sobbing. Is, yep. Um, this is exactly when you started. But because you know that she's gone, it makes it so much more meaningful, you know? Um, so that was a really, that was really touching for me. See, you know, for me, what's interesting is it, even knowing that she was gone, it didn't, that didn't make it more poignant for me. It still made it poignant, but I thought it was just a really sweet moment of showing the kind of person Otto actually is. always was. You know, that the, 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 the line is that he takes her out for dinner. He doesn't have a job. Right. So all he orders is soup. And she asks him, why are you only going to have soup that I ate before we came? She said, why? Because I wanted you to get whatever you wanted. Right. You know, and that shows the kind of person Otto is. Yes. Um, so that was a sweet moment. I, I thought the writing on this part was just a, the tiniest bit clunky. But they're uh, one of the characters who starts off as kind of just someone he's griping at and then becomes a, uh, a bigger character is the character of Malcolm, the paper boy. Yes. And Malcolm is delivering these papers and, of course, he's getting mad at him. And during a little bit, of, again, a little clunky dialogue, um, Malcolm tells Otto that, you know, Otto's late wife was his teacher and was the first person to call him by his new name because he's trans. Right. And she got the other teachers to do it too. And, you know, and Otto doesn't question it, doesn't yeah. debate it, just, okay, you're Malcolm. That's what I'll, right. and that's what I'll call you. Right. And he, he forms a, a friendship with Malcolm. He forms a mentor right. um, role with Malcolm. Um, any, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Well, and then all of the moments with Marisol and her children. That was the next one I was going to bring up. Was anytime he was with the two little girls. Right. That he, like, I mean, he's begrudging about it, but he babysits mm -hmm. and reads some stories and plays with their luchador figures. Mm -hmm. And... They almost immediately start calling him Abuelo Otto. Yeah. And, you know, he never acknowledges that he knows what that means, but you do see him start to learn more Spanish mm -hmm. and, like, play with the kids. And so you know that at some point he realizes that they're calling him Grandpa Otto. And, like, it's just, oh, God. Yeah. And little, little kids in real life, they love grumpy people. They do. They love grumpy people. Uh -huh. 
don't ask me why. You know, uh, but little kids love grumpy people. Do you know what's what's interesting too about the character of Marisol is that their first interaction is him taking over to park this trailer because her husband is a nitwit um, and he cannot figure out how to park the trailer. I wouldn't be able to park the no, trailer. I wouldn't. Either, I know I couldn't. But Tommy is a nitwit. Um, a sweet, affable nitwit, but one nonetheless. Um, and even though he's grumbling about it the whole time and telling them what they're doing wrong, Marisol sees through it. Yeah. And is like, that was really nice. Like, she doesn't let him. She doesn't let his grumpiness kind of. Yes. You know. Um, I have, with friends in the past, like, um, I, I adopt strays or basically tell them that they, they're going to be my friends. Um, I'm an extrovert and many of the people I love are introverts <laughs> and I basically tell them that they're my friend now and, and, and that, that's kind of the, the impression you get about Marisol is that she's just like, okay, yeah. you're my friend now. That's it. Like, yeah. Um, and they just become so close and he, and he gets this respect for her and he gets this admiration for her that even he doesn't ever stop being grumpy because that's just his yeah. personality. He doesn't auto, he doesn't turn into Ebenezer Scrooge the day after Christmas. No. But they form this wonderful little family unit. Mm -hmm. And I love uh, also a lot of sweet things. A lot of the other characters, his other neighbor, I forget the guy's name. The, oh, Jimmy. The... Jimmy, the goofy guy who's out doing weird workouts and the. That was another great part is that they have these little bits of humor, these little moments yeah. of humor with Jimmy and the cats, and it gave you relief from the sadness. Yeah, it was a <laughs> you know. But yes. Jimmy and Ruben, his neighbor, who he mm -hmm. had like a little little war rival with, because yeah. they bought different cars. <laughs> but um, um, I think you get to the end of it and you see the through line, and it's kind of like the problems that we had with Megan were done so well in this. Like there was yeah. a clear roadmap. There was a clear through line and framework that went through this that held it up and made it into such a beautiful piece of work. Yeah. So, so yeah, okay. Um, so we've praised it. Anything that you, any, any downsides? The only thing really, um, is that they have this character of Mike Perbigley as playing, uh, which I love to see Mike. Yeah. Anything. But um, of the 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 villainous, you know, corporate greed, like yeah. Yeah, the guy who's trying to buy out all their homes so they can right. do something. Um, I think he was maybe a little overdone, but other than that, like, I thought I think my, that's kind of my major issue with it too is that that entire subplot, and I get why it's there because it's supposed to be. Autos bringing the whole community together, and right. you know, 
reaching out to all these people, this young lady who's a social media journalist who he completely barks off and and then yet goes and gets her. It's I get why it's there, <clears throat> but again, it feels a little too... One of the big flaws of like old 80s movies is that you, you have to have a villain. Right. You know, there's got to be a bad guy that you have to thwart at the end. Instead of just kind of saying... You know, this is you know it needed the, the movie felt it needed a Mr. Potter. Yes. You know, and it's like it it, it didn't really. Right. You know, it really you could have done a lot of this. I you could have done it in different ways. I yeah. See, it did bring it together. It did bring him back to the friendship with the yeah. neighbors. Yeah. Well, like I say, I, I understand why it's there. Right. But it feels. Yeah. It feels a little unnecessary when. I think he could have gotten to that point much more organically. Right. You know? I think he could have... There's a lot of ways you could have done it that wouldn't have felt so... Villainous? Cliché. The movie tiptoes around cl uh, cliché and clunkiness every so often. I mentioned some of the clunky dialogue there when they introduced Malcolm. Um... It's a, it's a brief flirtation, and that's fine. It doesn't take away from my overall enjoyment of the picture, but it does feel a little out of place. And I, much like uh, Hercule Poirot, out of place things bug me. <laughs> you know? So I, uh, you know, and for, for me, that's me stretching to find something. Because I really like... Which is fair, because it, it, that's exactly what it is. It, you, you really have to stretch to find something to criticize about this movie. Because it's, just, it's a... It's charming. It's charming. It's a feel-good movie. It's, you know, like, if you can go into it knowing that you're going to see these, these scenes... Um, of which there are at least three. Yes. Um... But, and, and, and know that it deals with infant loss, it deals with, you know, spousal death, you know, if you can go in knowing that it's going to deal with all these things, which we had a vague, we kind of knew going in that it was going yeah. to, um, that if you can get through those and those don't trigger you, then it's worth it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's such a beautiful And movie. I even like, I, I really like that. Uh, the end credits. Yes. Oh my gosh. I thought it was the, all done crying. Yeah. That. The, what they do <laughs> for the first part of the end credits is really cute. But I. What I. What I was referring to is that as the after they get done with the cast, they have the little message there. If you are someone you know is in crisis, right. Call this number. And I. But I like the way they said it at, at the tail end of it. Um, don't rob other people of you. Yeah. Or something to that effect, and that which is what the movie is is about so yeah it's, it's stretching to, to criticize and a little but i that's fine because it was a really beautiful well done film and yes. i yeah i left feeling very very uplifted and yes and we just want to say you know at the, like just like the film says if there is if you were struggling there's always someone to reach out to yep. there's a national hotline now mm -hmm. um, and there's you know if you can Google that, just that, you know, I need help. Um, there are sources 
that you don't even have to talk to someone on the phone. And you can you can um, chat with somebody yeah. who may be able to help you. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yes, I, I I've got I've got to go. I've got to get this this one an A. Any A? Yep, this one's getting an getting an A. Um, the only thing that keeps it from an A plus for me is that I I understand that not everybody wants to cry for an hour and fifteen minutes. So. <laughs> Um, but you know, at least just on that, mm -hmm. wasn't it like good crying? Wasn't it like like when you were done, didn't you feel like I don't want to say good, but no, like kind of it's it's that the catharsis. Yeah, exactly. It's Aristotle's catharsis that that purging of emotion. Yeah, you know. So yes. and it did feel like a complete grieving process. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, I am going to agree on this one. I, I also give this one a solid A. I, I, as an old grump myself, I fully enjoyed it. Thought it was beautiful, uplifting. Um, great performance by Tom Hanks as always. Great performance by the entire cast. It was a good very, cast. Yes, very And I, I think, so, again, some special... Uh, attention needs to be played to his son, who yeah. did a did an excellent job. Yes. So, just be aware that it, it has those scenes in it. Just know it. Um, but I think it's a beautiful movie. And if you're if you're in the, if you're in one of those moods, and you need to just see something uplifting and reminds you that not everybody or everything in the world is ugly and dark and you know without hope. You know, this is one of those movies that you need to see. I think it'll, I think it'll make you smile. So, all right. So there you go. So there it is. Uh, opening the year, date night double feature. A lot of things. Uh, we mentioned it. A lot of things coming to drive home reviews this year. Of course, the end of the year lists are going to be coming soon. I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and really plot out my lists, but I will get to those. Um, we're going to keep on with the <coughs> our traditional format uh, for a while with our new permanent co-hosts <laughs> and uh, but we got some changes we got some things we're going to be trying this year and seeing what we like and uh, so yeah so I'm really excited to see what happens next so uh, please keep joining us and we'll bring you more news as they come up so thank you for joining us and as always drive safe and we will see you at the movies